Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, what's up, guys? It's Mike Lynch. What's going on? This is Rashad. This is the Sports Sunday Podcast. Thanks so much for listening. It is now brought to you on the fan by your local Les Schwab Tire Centers. Doing the right thing since 1952. Weekend sports with a difference. Yeah, I really shouldn't be drinking. Oh, really? You learned that in med school that you obviously didn't get into? A look at the weekend in sports with the inside story on the Blazers, the Ducks, and the Beavers. This is Sports Sunday with Mike Lynch. At least I have my own bed. Your bed is a car. Yeah, but it's a sweet car. And Rashad Taylor. He's a very gifted singer. I'm really, really good. How good? I've been called the songbird of my generation. Stop. By people who've heard me. That good. On 1080 The Fan. Now this is a Sunday. I look outside, it's kind of blue skies right now. We, it'll get better, though. It'll get, you know, much more clear. But I'm excited, you know, just generally speaking. Uh, this is a, it's a rare occurrence. Number one, my guy Mike Lynch is gone. You know, he's got friends in town or doing whatever, you know, rich people do. And so he's out for the day. So I called on a few of my, you know, my OGs, and that's Original Generals. And that's my guy, Mr. Damon Hickok. Hey, hey. And my guy, Mr. Anthony Deloney. Fellas, thank you for joining me so early represent, in the morning. Represent Generals in the that's, house. And this is, I don't think this has ever happened, man. All PIL, you know, host right here. This is kind of dope right now. I love it. Man, absolutely. So I appreciate you guys for being here. This is Sports Sunday. I am Rashad Taylor. Got my guy Jesse Osmond back there. You can make sure you get at me on Twitter at TaylorMade503. Uh, let me see if I remember. For Deloney, it's at AD Deloney. Yeah. Right? Good and job. then, Damon, what's your, what's your Twitter or, or Instagram handle? At Hickok 11. At Hickok 11. Not a lot of fancy stuff going on. Just no, that's, I mean, listen, keep it real straightforward. There I was trying go. to, you know, my last name is Taylor. You know, I thought it would thought it'd be cool. I probably should change I like it, it. You know, but yeah, I'm going to hang on to it. Uh, We're too old to be that hip, so ours is straightforward. No, I mean, I'm, I'm not that much further behind you guys. I am, <laughs> but I mean, I'm still right there. I'm like, Lynch is a, a baby. Lynch just turned 30 here a little bit oh, ago. Wow. Jesse's, okay. you know, 30, uh, 36 as well, but... You know, outside of that, we're the young guys, but the still infants. kind of the old guys here at the station, you know, so. I have to make my Twitter just so I can remember it, because if I start getting too many, you know, numbers and different words, I'll never remember it and just have like seven Twitters. So Damon Hickok is the skills. Uh, the Margaret Carter uh, Skills Center director. The Margaret, and this is at Portland Community College yes. on uh, Killingsworth, and Mr. Anthony Deloney is the Director of Strategic Initiative with Self-Enhancement Incorporated, both organizations right there in the heart of Northeast Portland and and have been for quite a while. So, again, I appreciate y'all for coming. But I got a quick question. So, and we got a lot of sports for y'all today. Let's let's just go ahead and and be real, man. You can make sure you get at us on the uh, Better You Today text line, 55305. We're going to talk our top-tier quarterbacks. Who are they? Maybe first and second tier if we have a lot of time for it. 
Uh, this is officially the last weekend without football. So next week, you've got the Hall of Fame game. Okay. And then uh, football will kind of eventually start for us. Uh, so with that, we're going to get into our division previews. We're going to start with the NFC East, or maybe the AFC East, because they're probably the least uh, interesting of all the divisions. And the NFC East is arguably one of the most interesting. So we'll talk about that. Uh, Pal Gasol has a new home, and it's right here in Rip City. How does that affect the Blazers? How does that affect the Western Conference? We'll kind of dive into that a little bit. And then we're going to do West Coast Bias. Jesse, make sure we get the West Coast Bias music going at 10, uh, 10 15, because I want to talk about the AFC West, arguably the other really interesting division in football right now. But first, I want to ask a couple questions to a couple proud parents over here mm-hmm. now. First off, I got to start by saying congratulations to the both of you. So if their names sound familiar, it's because their kids have become kind of Portland legends over the past few years. You know, for Damon Hickok, your son, uh, Froggy, or Damon Jr., just finished his freshman year playing for U of O. Great experience for him. And now he'll be uh, transferring to Western Oregon, I believe. Correct. Man, and then for Anthony Deloney. Hold on, the, hold on. He, he also has a daughter. Oh, no, we're going to get there. We're going to get him in trouble. Don't get him in trouble. Yeah, we're going to get there. And then uh, <laughs> Anthony Deloney, uh, your son, Aaron, uh, was one of the top players in the state, first team all state yet again, and is on his way to Vermont this year. Uh, congratulations to you. And then turn around the very next year, Damon, and your daughter commits to Weber State to play basketball, man. So, number one, I got to know what's in the water because if we're getting D1 talent over the Hickok household, I need to know how that works. Well, you know, I'd like to take credit for all the athleticism, but <laughs> if, if we look back on it, Back in the day, my wife was probably a better athlete. And, you know, but what I always say is I took nothing away from their athleticism. No, you definitely provided a nice frame uh, for both of your students. And uh, Deloney, man, for, to, to, watch your, to watch your guy kind of grow from a, almost a small unknown around his freshman, sophomore year to really the guy over the past two years, man. What's that been like for you as dad to sit on the sideline and kind of watch that? Oh, it's been great. It's been great watching him grow and and watching him, you know, kind of take some of the things that you were saying as a, you know, as an eighth grader, as a freshman. And there was always talk about everybody else. And, uh, you know, he never really, you know, let that bring him down. It, it, it made him stay in the gym. So, you know, his his, you know, he's he's not, you know, six, nine. He's not, you know, 270. It's really about a guy that just got in the gym and worked hard. So we're, we're all proud of him. So, yeah, I would jump in on that. Aaron is one of the hardest working absolutely kids is. ever. Yeah. I mean, every time you say, where's Aaron at? Oh, he's in the gym. I'd look at my kids. I'd be like, why don't y'all go get some shots up with AD? <laughs> They'd be like, ooh, you know, Froggy would be like, Dad, I'm on Fortnite right now, though. <laughs> you know, and Monk is like, oh, I'm going to do, you know, Maya or Maya's makeup and Aaron's now, now in the gym. A- AD did do a lot of uh, 2K, that, I will say that. But I, I chalked that up. That was just strategy. No, yeah, he just figured out <laughs> new moves and, 2K, and everything. So yeah. uh, this is the first summer for you guys. You know, with having wow. kids that play yeah. basketball, especially competitive AAU basketball, that means trips to Vegas. That means trips to Oakland, yeah. trips to wherever across the West Coast, man. Yeah. How does it feel to really finally be able to enjoy your summer and have some beers at 2 o'clock in the afternoon? Well, I, I'll, I'll jump in and just say it's it's – is actually kind of weird. So just full disclosure, Damon and I have been on this every step of the way. Our, our first trip, uh, the, the boys were in third and third fourth, and fourth grade, yeah. and we took third and fourth grade boys to Vegas, which, uh, you know, Vegas. I don't with, advise for anybody. Yeah, Vegas, Vegas with nine-year-olds is not it. It is a completely different Vegas. You, you spend half the time covering their eyes up. I'll never forget Aaron asking me, Dad, what's a adult emporium? 
was like, son, we'll talk about that one day, but it won't be today. But uh, we gave away the little trading I, I, cards on the yeah, on the street, the little stripper trading cards. Man, I'm, so I'm, many of those. But, but honestly, I'm having withdrawals. Like you know, I haven't seen a you know him play bad. This is the longest we've gone since third grade without seeing him play. So uh, it, which I'm it, sure he's loving. I'm sure right. they are absolutely loving right now. Kinda. I don't know. I, I mean, I think I think he's ready to play. I mean, he, for you guys that don't, he's he's at a, out at Vermont right now uh, for summer school, and so he's been out there for uh, the last five six weeks, and so that that that's his first session. It already started, so he's getting adjusted. He's loving the basketball, but for us, it's like parents. What do we do next? So, Damon, you've actually had the opportunity to watch your kid play college football this year, or sort of play, you know, college football more than anything. It's a walk on uh, for U of O this year, man. So. Lots of expectation for the Ducks this upcoming year. Just in your experience, tell us something about the that uh, that program that people might not know otherwise. Uh, their treatment of parents was fantastic. Uh, Coach Cristobal did a great job of knowing every single parent's name, who their child was. You know, I met him in the hallway, and he said, oh, yeah, Damon Hickok, cornerback from Portland, Oregon. And you think how many people are on that team, and the fact that, you know, he knew who he was, what he did, and could talk to me about how my son was doing was fantastic. The whole program is next level. You know, when we went on our visit there, we were trying to pretend like we weren't that impressed. It's like, oh, yeah, this is. And at the end, we're like, oh, my gosh, this is the greatest thing ever. They got Ferrari leather and Brazilian wood on the weight room floor. I mean, it's ridiculous. And then their meals, uh, I think that's probably what, you know, he might miss a little bit this year uh, going to Western. But he'll uh, have a better experience at Western. And Western was where he wanted to go. You know, I kind of, when that Oregon opportunity came up, I was kind of like, hey, you know, you got to take this opportunity to see where it goes. But Western was where he wanted to go. He connected with those coaches. And, you know, he might play a little bit of basketball as well. And so he's really looking forward to getting there. So let me ask you guys both this. Before we get ready to, to break, uh, are you more excited to have your spot back to where, you know, kids out the house for the most part? Or are you kind of sad that your babies are gone and they'll be out of the house and you won't get to see them for every now till every now and then? I say it's somewhere in the middle, right? So literally, we I've been doing more projects around the house than we have in the last five years. I mean, you you don't realize how much of a time commitment it is for you mm-hmm. because you you really are the the Uber driver, you're the coach, you're the uh, psychologist, you're all those things to make sure that this kid gets a, uh, to the place that he wants to get, and it, it really does you know dominate a lot of what you do when you talk about you know the season, then then the um, spring league and then the summer league and then it starts again and so there's so much that goes into it and so you know i'm i'm liking the you know the the new focus on us so you know we might be back to walking around the house naked almost i I might get to see what my backyard looks like yeah yeah you know darren uh monka uh she was my road dog so you know i didn't realize how much we did together until she was gone and there's like it's like oh man i gotta walk the dog by myself and you know Exactly, and Tamara's picking up the slack. But, you know, we had kids straight out the gate. So so now this is the first time in 18, 19 years y'all get a chance to just chill. Yep, and, so, and start looking at each other and be like, do we really like each other still? No, we'll but. see. Do I, do I, I think I love my wife. <laughs> right. Well, congratulations to the I'm both kidding, of you guys. <laughs> yes, he's playing. you should see his face. Uh, congratulations to the both of you guys, man. Congratulations to your kids, man. You've got some amazing kids, and we all here in Portland are super proud of what they've done and what they're going to do in the future. So y'all ready to talk some sports? Yes, sir. All right, let's go, man. Coming up next, we're going to talk top-tier quarterbacks here in the NFL. That's coming up next on a general edition of Sports Sunday on The Fan.
Weekends were made for sports. This is Sports Sunday with Mike and Rashad on 1080 The Fan. 9-16 here on a kind of chilly Portland morning, but it still looks good outside, and I'll absolutely take it. I haven't got a chance to do anything really cool outside yet, but hopefully the weather sticks up just a little bit before we're able to do that. So, NFL season starting here in just a little while. We wanted to jump in and start talking about the most important position on the field, and that is cornerback. I'm joking. Look at the both dudes' face. Even Jesse's face like, wait, what? Uh, No, quarterback is absolutely the most important (laughs) position on the field. And uh, we were going to talk about who who the top tier were, who the top five were. Now, mind you, this was in no particular order. However, when I was writing the five down, I did kind of write those in order. But then the second and third tier, those are just, you know, those are just names that we wrote down. So uh, first tier quarterbacks. Now, I'm pretty sure most of us kind of have an idea of who these guys are. There should be no real question about who's in the top five um Aaron Rodgers okay Tom Brady Patrick Mahomes Andrew Luck Russell Wilson wow we uh, we already disagree but go ahead oh no okay so look look at Jesse yeah, no, no, look at Jesse's yeah, grabbing our mics yeah, like, okay. well, yeah let's hear it then yeah I'm, I'm what do you so you know as, as you really look at how things break down because I think the biggest mistake people uh, walk into when you talk about quarterbacks, right, is that it's such it's so dependent on everything else. It's so dependent on your line. It's so dependent on your receivers. It's so dependent on your running back. So for me, I think Patrick Mahomes is over based off what he did last year. There wasn't a close two in my opinion. I think. Correct. I no, think, yeah, he didn't, I think he didn't he's season. over here by himself in terms of what he his skills. If you, if I mean, and this is the only guy you can say this about, I think Tom Brady, right? Even though the numbers won't add up, but what he brings to that offense as the pseudo offensive coordinator and what he does, I think they're over there safely by themselves. And then there's a bunch of other guys. No, yeah, I, I think that's that's up at the top. You know, there's a couple guys. I still think Aaron Rodgers is still he's the most talented quarterback in the NFL as far as what he's able to do and what he could do. You know, as far as his skill set. So it's I think there's those Carmelo three. And then Anthony there's, to me. Really? Ooh. Yeah, like he puts up some gaudy numbers, but it, it feels like when it really matters, he starts complaining about other stuff and this person did this. And, you know, sure, he looks really good offensively, but the wins aren't there. The the wins aren't there in a lot of cases for, for him because, man, his team had – this hasn't been that same Packers team that won the Super Bowl in – what was it, 2010, 2011? I can't remember. It was, it was a while a long time ago. ago. Yeah, I don't they're think not he that... elevates the players around him the way I other agree. great quarterbacks do. Like, oh, he's you, very much a me guy. You can say that about almost every Tom Brady team that's won the Super Bowl. Like, where's the talent? Like, right, honestly, you're right, just like, agree. you're like, you got C plus B talent across the board, basically, on that team, and they're dominating, dominating the league. And then you got Aaron Rodgers, who, I'm sorry, he had for several years uh, uh, amazing talent at the wide oh, receiver absolutely. position. And Granted, he spot, didn't have amazing. a tight end, but you have enough wide receivers to make a difference. Sir Michael Finley was a good tight end for but him when it, he was Well, there. that was a while ago, yeah, and that's what like, I'm again, saying. Yeah. But, but, but I mean, you, you had three, I think, legit wide receivers, one of them that was considered one of the best in the league, and you still didn't get the wins. So I'm curious. So I know everybody, a lot of people turn their face up a little bit. Who from this top five tier would you not put there? Because as I start looking, I made some other tiers, and I start looking at these other guys, and I'm like, yeah, he's still better you than know, him. I, I would take Drew Brees 
I, I would I would take Drew Brees over Aaron Rodgers, and not to to hammer Aaron Rodgers, but let's remember Aaron Rodgers just got a got a new coach because he ran the other guy out of town, right? And and, and he, he already doesn't he, like him, and he already said, "Man, I'm not listening to this guy." So there's a huge asterisk on uh, Aaron Rodgers going into this season because I'm telling you, this is a make or break year. If he doesn't step up, I mean, he I think he's permanently not in the group because so, it happens fast. So I had Drew Brees in that third tier. Yeah. And the reason why he's in the third tier, if you the remember third this. Third tier? If you remember he's this. He's kind season, of noodle listen, tier. Listen, noodle if you, yeah, if you remember towards the end of the season, like, he couldn't throw the ball. Like, they, they literally, he couldn't move the ball. And this is Drew Brees. Like, you know, as far as all the yards that he's put up and all the amazing records that he has, like, towards the end of the season, he he struggled putting the ball in the air. But but let's go back. So so it's it's one conversation to have around physical skills, right? It will look really different if you're talking about the impact on that team. So again, Drew Brees combined with his coach, right? Combined combined with those running backs, combined with that place to play makes him a top-tier quarterback, right? There's a reason he's consistently. He's not doing it every but it's they're consistently in the NFC title run. I mean, they're always around. So he doesn't hurt them. Oh, so absolutely he makes not. good decisions, no, he makes good. and he doesn't lose the game for them, which is important. Right. I have Russell Wilson pretty high on my list. Russell um, Wilson was fifth. He was all, he's in that, in that top five. Yeah. Yes. yeah, but he would be ahead of Aaron Rodgers to me also. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I, just, I still think Andrew Luck is still one of those guys, man. He proved this past season that he's – Still a hell of a quarterback coming back from, you know, all the injuries and everything. So once he now and it seems like the Colts have finally kind of gotten smart and decided let's protect him and let's make sure we can keep him on his feet. So I think he's hurt right now. Like he's always hurt. He's always hurt. But I remember a guy that played through a ruptured spleen and put up amazing numbers, you know, through that and had a playoff run. So Andrew Luck is definitely one of those guys. But uh, as we get now, it sounds like here's where the arguments are starting to start. Does a ruptured spleen hurt? I, yeah, would, I don't know. I would assume so. Like it it's ruptured. Painful. Yeah, it sounds yeah, I mean, pretty painful. I don't know. Is that really tough? I don't know. I, I think it might be, man. <laughs> you know, like if we hurts. have any doctors out there, let us know on the Better Me Today <laughs> text like line. To or if you've ever had a ruptured spleen, let us know what that feels like because I think all of us here are, are kind of curious. But that's I think second, he's sandbagging. He, right. I mean, hey, if you see if, if that's sandbagging. just a spleen. Get up. Yeah, if, that, if that's sandbagging and he still was able to put up those numbers, then. I don't even I mean, think it's an essential organ. Wow. Can you live without your spleen? Wow. I, I mean, not if it was ruptured. I'm going to give him a pass if his spleen was ruptured. Uh, so That's just me. So that second tier, uh, we have Matt Ryan, Matt Stafford, Philip Rivers, uh, uh, Watson, excuse me. Um, Deshaun. Deshaun Watson, thank you so much, and Cam Newton. Yeah, I mean, I guess so. You know, so it goes from – and I think that's how we do these tiers. You go from ones, guys that you know are for sure winners, and just their talent alone is going to win you some games, and then guys that probably need a little more help to get some things done. And then the third tier is people that need all the help, you know, to be able to get make. Things I think happen. Carson so, Wentz could be up there. I know he's hurt a lot, but, and, you know, when he is on the field, he's very, very good and uh, probably ahead of both the mats, I think. You know, the, think, the things I hear about Carson Wentz really make me nervous, right? You 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 hear that uh, backhanded compliment around who who is the kid that just left there? That Nick, Foles. Nick Foles. Nick Foles, right? I mean, when you're praising Nick Foles a little too much, you're kind of sending those messages, right, to Carson. Like, well, you know, Nick Foles is a true leader. Uh, Nick Foles he got really, us to a championship. Really, really is great in the huddle. And it's, it's a lot of those kind of red flags about the things that Wentz doesn't do. So it, I think it remains to be seen. Let's remember, Nick Foles 
won that championship. Absolutely, right? yes. Nick Foles was. I Nick mean, Foles I, had I, the I, run I, at the end of the season last year. Looked looked great. And uh, I mean, I, I think they had a tough choice in keeping him. But you know, you get fired if you let. But Wentz you know, go. Wentz was an MVP candidate before he got hurt their Super Bowl year. So chances are they probably would have won anyway. Which, which again tells me there's a heck of a system. Yes. Right. Well, I mean, that's the Patriots. And which is level. the reason that as we move on to that third tier, uh, I had golf, uh, Baker Mayfield, Carson Wentz, Drew Brees. And I, I was trying to figure out who the fifth one would be. And I was going back and forth between uh, Mitch Trubisky and um, geez, who's, who's the other guy. I want to say Kirk Cousins. Well, I'm, I'm going to throw there's one that we just completely I don't know if we're mad at him because I'm not a big fan, but Ben Roethlisberger. Uh, was fourth in QBR last year. Yeah. Big Ben. We can't and, forget about and, Big Ben. And it's always a factor. Now, is he a tier one guy still? No. No, but he, tier two. But easily. you're not mad. He's easily, easily number two. You're no, I think I still think he has arguably the best deep ball in yeah. all of football. And so Juju Smith-Schuster should, you know, benefit from that. A little bit. Right, you know, first round pick in fantasy. Ben just yeah. knows how to play football. And, and well, you know, we're always this far from just diving into fantasy. But some, <laughs> somebody's going to mess around and get Ben in the ninth round and get to the championship game in their fantasy well, league. Ben Roethlisberger yeah. is going to put up great numbers. <laughs> right. it's just, you know, he's not necessarily the easiest guy uh, to play with. So is there anybody on these lists that, man, we probably maybe disrespected a little bit and should go somewhere? Now, we forgot I'm, about I'm Big interested ben. in yeah. Derek Carr this year. You know, and the Raiders as a whole. He now has a true number one receiver and, you know, Tyrell Williams as well, who's a Western Oregon grad. Uh, I think to the that, Wolves. that he could uh, really come through this year and could be another fantasy sleeper if we're, you know, always jumping into fantasy. I, I'd have to say Baker Mayfield. I mean, yeah. incredible, what, second half of the year last year, and then you added Odell. Uh, and you added other weapons. So, I mean, I think the sky's the limit for that guy. I don't know why you can't add a Baker Mayfield in there when everybody's anointing Patrick Mahomes after a season. I mean, because that's, that's I mean, if you think about it, like Deshaun Watson was probably a guy that was being considered as a top-tier quarterback after his rookie season. And then he, I, once again, had a top-five season last year. But now he's in that, when you look at the rankings around the nation, a lot of people have him in that third, fourth tier when it, you know, it, just because he took a step back. So that's that's my thought about about that is, you know, guys like Mitch Trubisky, Patrick Mahomes, you know, well, specifically Patrick Mahomes, he's going to be really good this year. Probably have a another, probably be a two three, but don't expect five thousand yards and right. fifty touchdowns again. Right. Yeah, and we've right. seen lots of quarterbacks go from who is this guy to holy crap, he just threw right. 30, 35 touchdowns, you know, this year out of nowhere. So it it can definitely happen. Um, of all these guys, I, I still think. Uh, Aaron Rodgers and Patrick Mahomes are top of the board. And then there's, you know, kind of everyone. And Brady, you know, obviously and Brady more for I'm a game management kind of standpoint and everything. He's not going to beat you with a, with a cannon. Like no Gronk never, this year had. either. No Gronk, but the numbers for the Patriots without Gronk are incredible still. So uh, speaking of that, man, that's a great segue because coming up next, we're going to dive into the AFC East. That's coming up next. But first, Jesse has SportsCenter. Weekend sports with a difference. This is Sports Sunday with Mike and Rashad on 1080 The Fan. 9.32. I like this beat. I don't uh, know who this is. 
Uh, you got a freestyle? Check me out. Let's hear it. Yeah. Yeah, there is no freestyle. We need to start that doing a, a, the a, intro a, guy. a special Sunday, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> when we do some freestyle. And actually, Anthony Deloney, who is Bars on Sunday. one of the um, owners of the numbers. What's uh, the founder? Founder, yes. The founder, founder of uh, the Numbers radio station, man. Shout out to the Numbers Shout and the Kevin numbers. Barry and yeah. to everybody, the all the squad. DJs there. 96.7, the Numbers with the Z.FM. Get yeah. at us. Yeah, so up and coming, still doing their thing. But, man, I appreciate you guys for, for, for doing it for the culture, man, for doing it for... You know, people that look like you here in in this city. Focusing so, on local artists. Absolutely, Respect. man. So Respect. that that's Thank huge. You. Maybe you can get some freestyle, you know, Fridays on there or something at some point. Yeah, that that'll be dope. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, what's not dope is uh, the, the most boring division, <laughs> the most boring division in football. Now, right. mind you, as a Patriots fan, I directly benefit from this terrible division every single year. However, it's not the prettiest football to kind of watch, and I guess we'll go ahead and start with. Numero uno, and that's the defending champions, the New England Patriots. Obviously losing Gronkowski for the year uh, or possibly forever. You know, there's some talks about him maybe willing to come he's back. He's not but coming back. He's I lost a lot of weight him, already. Man. Yeah, he's, he's lost not. a lot of weight. You know, he's you know not really in football shape right now. Mind you, Gronkowski is still a ginormous person, but not having him there is definitely a – You sound like a fan. No, I'm saying he's a, he's a huge dude, man. Like, if you've ever seen Gronkowski in person, like, he's – He's a giant, man. So uh, to not have him there, the, not to have that physical presence there, I think is going to be a, a challenge for Brady at first. But the one thing I'll give Tom Brady, uh, on top of being the greatest quarterback ever, is I don't know if there's ever been a quarterback in the league that's done more with less, you know, throughout his whole career. You know, if we think about – it's easy to think about Gronkowski over these past seven years or so. But – and Rand, we think about Randy Moss. But Brady's yeah, played fair. for almost 20 years. And he played with Randy Moss for one because, mind you, the next year – he was hurt, and the Patriots went 11-5, and five and they didn't make the playoffs. So, you know, it's kind of one of those things. He's never really had a star guy. And so Gronkowski consistently has been that guy for him, even with the Wes Welkers and Julian Edelmans and, you know, all these, you know, players. He's still been their guy. And so now you wonder what this Patriots offense looks like without Rob Gronkowski. And is, is this the thing that kind of, you know, sticks the knife into Brady's career and that says, man, you're, you're about to be done? You know, the, the, the bad part is I think we've had this conversation every year for the last five yep. or six years, and you blink, and next thing you know, the Patriots are in the Super Bowl. So I think we've all learned our lesson. We I, I couldn't tell you what the offense gonna look is going to look like. I couldn't tell you who's going to be the number one receiver uh, with Edelman, you know, being suspended and everything else. No idea, but what I do know is that they're going to win that division they're going to get a bye in the first round, and they're going to be set up to, to win. It's just, you know, Belichick and Brady is, is proven to be the best combination in sports. And that's such a weak division that, you know, that's four or five automatic wins without trying. And yeah, that's six wins probably. Well, you know what? In, in this division, there's always a loss to the Dolphins. There's <laughs> right. always a loss to the Bills for whatever reason. Like, you know, this is the division that kind of comes in and gets them. But the receivers for the Patriots are uh, – Looks like Julian Edelman, um, N- Nikhil Harry. I think they, they they signed Demarius Thomas. Demarius Thomas is there, but Demarius Thomas has been hurt. Doesn't yeah. he have one leg now? He's Dontrell, he one Dontrell Inman. I mean, yeah. so, they, so, I mean they, so they went and got, let's get some six, eight receivers. Yeah, let's get a bunch of dudes that we can just throw the ball up high. So that could be a problem. But, you know, right. having Sony Michelle uh, come back for his second year, who was really, really impactful for the Patriots last year. And can't forget about the great group of running backs they have with James White and Rex Burkhead, who – 
missed a lot of time last year. What he does with those receivers is really phenomenal because those names you just ran off, it's it could be who their starters were last year. It always sounds like, you know, the fantasy waiver wire in week 14. Right. You know, it's like, oh, yeah, this guy had one good game in week three. I'm going to give it a go. But, you know, he makes it work. And when Tom Brady retires, whatever his secrets are to being healthy as long as he has, I mean, I'm looking at – the Tom Brady Under Armour pajamas on Amazon, and they're like $120, and I'm like, ooh, I might have to get that because they're rejuvenating. I mean, whatever <laughs> that means, but he wears them, so I'm like, I need to wear them too. I mean, he is probably one of the greatest longevity athletes. Oh, yeah, time. absolutely. No, you no know, question. I guess the couple things I worry about for the Pats, you know, I, we can all give our things that we might worry about or might, you know, think is going to be good for them, but they got some problems on the offensive line. They're short. And that's kind of been an issue for them for the past few years, not really having the strongest uh, offensive line. They've uh, signed free agent guard J.J. Dill- Dill- Dillman this past Friday. So six foot five, 309 pound uh, offensive lineman. So that's going to be the problem is keeping 42 year old Brady uh, on his feet. So moving on, there is there are three other teams that are terrible. Where do we want to start? The Jets, baby. Let's start with the Jets, man. Uh, the Jets have. How about this? This 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 is something I thought about, man. Every one of these teams has a, a quarterback that was drafted last year in the NFC East, That's crazy. not not the Patriots. So the Jets have Sam Darnold. Yep. Who well, I think will be really good. Sam Darnold's going to be good. Uh, the Dolphins have Josh Rosen, and then Josh Allen is in Buffalo. So those are three quarterbacks from the class of <clears> 2018, <throat> uh, 2018 that are playing football in the NFC East. Um, of all those guys, which of them is? Uh, is Darnold going to be the best one. Well, Sam Darnold will be the best one because I think he has the best supporting cast. I mean, they picked up Le'Veon Bell. Their receivers were decent enough last year, and they they play within his skill set. So they don't try to do anything weird or have him, you know, running sprints or anything like that. And, you know, Le'Veon Bell, that's good for, what, 300, 400 touches a year. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Le- Le'Veon is a is if if you're a a new quarterback, you love the option of dropping it off, right? Because that nothing that's that's tonic for your you know percentage, right? Drop it down, let him get five or six, and now you got you know second and four, right? And 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 as a quarterback, those are the kind of things that gives you confidence. And now you know that your 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 coordinator can get in that playbook a little uh, more deep. So I, I you know I hate all of them for the record, right? I don't I don't even feel comfortable saying this Jets quarterback is going to be good. Correct. That that just doesn't sound good in the NFL. But I think out of all of them, I think the the way they're built and the way they're structured, uh the Jets have a great opportunity to at least improve. The Jets won't actually, kill you. No, it won't. The Jets yeah. actually have if you look at offensively, they look like they might be able to do something and, and especially in this AFC East, which isn't very competitive. You've got obviously you mentioned Lavian Bell to still go along with Ty, Ty Montgomery and Bilal Powell. Uh, you got Jamison Crowder. We'll be able to see if he'll be able to do anything as you move forward. And then you've got a really quick, capable young quarterback that everybody seems to be on board with in Sam Darnold. We remember him at USC as just being kind of a gunslinger. And so now he's in the system and everything out of camp. And Jesse Getting kind of comfortable. Jesse kind of alluded to this earlier. Everything out of camp looks positive for Sam Darnold. However, you know, you can spend training camp uh, however you want to. Uh, going to another quarterback and another team that's trash in the AFC East, the Miami Dolphins. Now, mind you, Miami is probably the one team, like, if there were any team in the AFC East that would probably take a step forward, you know, I'd probably say it was Miami or the Jets. You know, we can just go ahead and eliminate the Bills. You know, we don't really have to talk about the Bills. I'll be honest. 
I, I, aren't the Dolphins kind of in the same boat as the Bills? Uh, no. Kind of, sort of. At least the Dolphins have a quarterback that everybody kind of believes in. You know, like, I mean. Who's for, everybody? Man, the Car- a lot of people. The Cardinals didn't believe in him. The Cardinals are idiots. <laughs> the Cardinals also had the worst offensive line right. in football last year. And they had one weapon in Larry Fitzgerald and then when David Johnson was actually But Josh healthy. Allen wasn't too bad for the Bills. I mean, he no, did he some solid. interesting no. things. Uh, did he? Yeah. Did he get benched for Nathan Peterman at a point? Everybody gets benched for Nathan Peterman. But they I'm love saying, him for whatever saying, reason. Like, that's not good, man. Focus, Pe- focus. Yeah, that's not good. He, he got benched for Peterman. So, so here's, I don't my, know if- here's my thing with Rosen. I, I think eventually he'll be fine, but are we sure that he's better than Ryan Fitzpatrick on day one? No. No, uh, no, you, no you're not. You know, <laughs> right? Nobody's really sure about that. But – uh, I do think, man, with they somebody, don't want him better than Ryan Fitzpatrick on day one. No, <laughs> but but Ryan Fitzpatrick has thrown a whole lot of monkey wrenches in, in, into coaches' plans for a long time. Bro, for a long yeah. time. Ask Jameis Winston. You know, right. when he thought he was about to come back right. last year, and he's now nah, right. you can sit on the bench for makes a little while longer. You know, he Ryan Fitzpatrick, and you know he's one of those guys that you don't talk about a lot or, or at all because he's not a flashy name. He's a he's a if you're looking for any backup, he's the best backup in the he's league. The, I, and I, there's I, not I a take question. him as a backup Absolutely. All day long. You know, yes. he's the best backup in the league. If, if he's your if he's your backup, you're in good shape. Because if he's why? your starter, you're in trouble. Because he can win yeah. you three games. Three Maybe four he's happy games being a backup. Absolutely. So he has the that's the right. great ego for it and he's like, okay, I'll sit down now. Oh, you need me? Okay, I'll go throw four touchdowns. Is that the greatest job in the yeah. world? Backup really quarterback? Oh, I yeah, no, is. this has been well he's established. The, yes. the backup holding the clipboard is, you know, and then every, you're, you're everybody's favorite guy. Right. You know what, I, what I'm what i saying? And then Fitzpatrick, he gets to actually come in and play the Fitzmagic role, right? Where right. he even gets to ride that. Everybody loves him. There's and no lose for him. No pressure. Yeah. Let, exactly. it, let, let it go. Yeah, no, with that, with that guy, his his biggest problem is, is it's honestly, it's not bad decision making. He's a pretty good decision maker. He's one week, he's extremely accurate. The next week, you're going, what the heck? It's right. it's going sailing over the guy's head. So it's his problem is accuracy issue, not not being able to read the defense and get it to the right guy. So we can go ahead and say, man, Patriots first place, NFC East. Jets rest, second. Who cares? Jets, yeah, Jets, yeah. Jets second. I'll sum it up like this: all those rookie quarterbacks have to go against Bill Belichick, so it doesn't look good. Yeah, twice. So <laughs> there'll be no wild card coming out of there. <laughs> right. Okay, so from the least interesting division to arguably the most interesting interesting division, we'll dive in to the NFC East when we come back right here on the fan. Weekends were made for sports. This is Sports Sunday with Mike and Rashad on 1080 The Fan. Till I Collapse by Eminem. Y'all like Eminem? Where do, where do you put Eminem in the, the grand pantheon of... You, I, I give Eminem, right? I, I give him top five breathing rappers based on his content. But to be honest, I'm never jumping in the car and saying, man, yo, put on that Eminem. He's not very... He doesn't have, like knock value like that in the car you know and that's to me that's always the mark of a great album like if i can put that on the car and really ride to it then i'll be good lighters is pretty tight with royce to five nine i love royce to five nine royce to five nine is amazing yeah and you know i put him top five one because his style is so unique and you always know it's him Yes. You know, kind of like E-40 is like that to me, too. E-40 is legendary for me. And, 40, 40 watt. And, you know, Snoops. anytime he drops something, I listen. Snoop, you know, I think one thing about rap, and we'll move forward, uh, authenticity is everything. And, yeah. you know, more than any other genre of music, like it's so much so to where if somebody ghostwrites your stuff, 
then you're looked at as not a not as talented of an artist. So you're somebody saying like sort of, Drake, like just for like Drizzy, instance. just like Drizzy. So if okay. somebody writes your stuff, man, you know you don't like him. You like Agreed. the person that writes for him. Agreed. So you hear Snoop's voice and instantly you know who it is. Like you said, you, you hear uh, Eminem's voice and you know off top E40. There's no question. If you try to sound like them, you're clearly biting. There's yes, no facts, in yes. between in there. Uh, NFC East. Uh, Damon Hickok has a team. That no resides Giants. in the NFC East. It is the New York Giants. Let's go ahead and start there. Let's start with the New York football Giants. Just to hurt my soul. I mean, I mean, let's just go ahead and start. We started with my team, so we might as well go ahead and start with the Giants. But I think it's different if your team just won the Super Bowl to say, yeah, you know, we started with my team. We'll just yeah, I mean, we'll start with your team. Well, to be fair, that's always how it's going to go. Like, my team's always going to win the Super Bowl. How so. are we head-to-head in the Super Bowl? Oh, see, Ooh, shots fired. We went there. Shots fired. We went he went there. there, which is still the most – that that play to Wins Tyree to, to David Tyree was it's legendary. Arguably the, the most heartbreaking thing that I've now I can't complain because we got six of them, but still, <laughs> wow. man, like that's a that was a pretty and then the Mario Manningham catch on the sideline was uh, in the second Super Bowl. Better was, to be lucky than good. That throw was incredible. Was beautiful. So you know, so Eli's not making those throws anymore. Well, can I can I just say this right off top? Like in 2019, there's no quarterback that I, I enjoy. Less watching is Eli Manning. I mean, oh no, that, that's he true. Is absolutely painful he's, to watch. He's been really bad, and and it's it'd be different if it was a thing about him being really bad, and it just is a gradual thing, or it just kind of happened. But this has been a gradual, like for the past like five years, like Eli's just gotten worse oh, and worse. He's been terrible, and worse oh. and worse, and finally, the Giants decided to do something about it, and they were going to go out and they're going to make a splash in the draft. And they got Daniel Jones from Duke. They got the wrong dude. If you're going to pick anybody from Duke, it should have been Zion. So I'm not sure what they were thinking about. But they went out and got Daniel Jones from Duke. First round, sixth overall pick. Now, training camp, you know, all the reports from training camp say that Daniel Jones is doing a great job. But then, Damon, you showed me a video of him throwing the ball to no one out of bounds. To absolutely no one. And, you know, when Daniel Jones was drafted, my, my cousin, Sean, lives in New Jersey. Shout out to Uncle Ben and everybody. Uh, he was crying. Nobody, <laughs> nobody wanted this pick. You know, yeah. and then when you have Gettleman come on and say, oh, he reminds us of Eli. So we got to do this oh. again. Like, you know, God forbid you change directions, do something different, try something new. And the, and the thing about him, like, if you really loved him – Pay attention. Nobody else did. So you didn't have to get him that high. No, you didn't. You no, he, he was didn't. coming back around. No, you could have had him in the second round, maybe save, definitely save some Third money. Round. You could have but, had him right now. But they <laughs> yeah. decided to go with the, the Daniel Jones route, and they're going to prepare him with Saquon Barkley. Yeah. The big question for the Giants now is, who do you throw the ball to? So there's been some injuries in training camp already. Uh, it looks like Sterling Shepard is going to be out with a broken finger. He's got finger. a bad finger. He, yeah. he should be back by start of the season. Th- did uh, Golden Tate get hurt? No. Golden he Tate got has a... been suspended for oh. four games for oh. Oh. uh for drug, let me see. Fertility oh. treatment. Fertility, he's yeah. Fertility, yeah. Yeah. Fertility. yeah. He did self reported, but you know, we'll see where it goes. I Sounds think I would have rather sat the four games than have to admit to, you know, <laughs> um, out to fertility stuff. treatments. <laughs> Corey Coleman will be out for the season. Uh that hurts. with an ACL injury, was it? Yeah, he's the speedster. Um this shows is a some good stuff. Yeah. This is an absolute wreck. Just instantly as you start, it doesn't Look great for, I'm for the Giants. In this. So, yeah. um, but Daniel Jones is listed here as the fourth quarterback on the death chart. Oh, right, so. you drafted him sixth. You're not even going to start him. We're going to have to sit through Eli again. And 
they're going to kill Saquon Barkley. Yeah, you Saquon know, they Barkley, should sit this, him for the year. Now, this is a guy as far as fantasy. I don't know if I'm taking. Like, I granted, he's he's awesome. Saquon Barkley is amazing. I'll give him uh, all his stocks. Uh, yes, really? Oh, oh yeah, he's, it's his. It's their all, all their offense. Yeah, but it's, I, and it's I think their, he's. I don't want him to be hurt because he has to. He's going to run the ball a whole lot. Yeah, it's like a whole. And lot. He's going to catch I, the know, ball. Yeah, and, running backs without yep. quarterbacks are 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 nightmares in fantasy, right? Yes. I mean, mm, if they it, catch, he like David. See, Johnson. He also led the league last year in yards the, over the, uh, the runs over twenty offs. yards, yeah, and yeah, yeah. Th- this guy, yeah. it, it, he's it's scary though. It, it is scary. It, it like, was, where do you, where do you pick him if it? it he it, he was there entire offense last year odell was hurt you know is half he, the time. Is he your first, if you got the number one pick is he your first pick no i mean if i had the number one pick he would definitely be in that conversation okay yes. yeah we got i would probably take we got a text here on the better you today text line dude i'd take andy dalton or ryan fitzpatrick over eli right now no doubt i probably would too i would definitely yeah. take andy dalton that's uh, i wouldn't uh, think yeah. twice about it if it would between if they wanted to do a trade I take Andy Dalton. Eli, Eli plays NFL quarterback like he's retired already. I'm not taking that hit. I will throw it and duck. Right. Yes. I have no desire to stand in the pocket because I've already got my championship. One, two, three, out of bounds. Yeah, that's pretty much what they are. So uh, over under, what, how many games do the Giants win this year? Three, three games. Yep. I was I was gonna say four, but I, I'm sitting next to a giant. I'm gonna go ahead and three. I'm, Man, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, gonna, gonna say up. I'm gonna say two, and Odell Beckham is gonna be laughing his ass off the entire time. Uh, moving on to the, the let's, let's do, he's still got to live in Cleveland though. He's so. still got to live in Cleveland for a little bit, but I mean, when you're Odell Beckham, <laughs> I think he'll be fine. You know what I'm saying? He's I'm, I'm pretty sure he'll live in the best part of Cleveland and have all Is the shorts. Is there a best part of Cleveland? I don't think so, but you know, right outside of Cleveland probably. <laughs> so he's gonna have all the shorties at his house all the time. They're gonna be dancing like it's gonna be a lot of fun to be Odell Beckham with his homeboy living uh, in Cleveland. I don't think Cleveland's known for hot women. No, they import them. He brings them. He's gonna bring them in from New York. Yeah, no. So, ODB. <laughs> yeah, so we'll we'll see about OBJ and you know kind of what he's messed with out there. Uh, but uh, the Dallas Cowboys is a very interesting story to me. They're in a situation right now where they have a quarterback that they need to pay. Yep. yep. But they also have a running back that they need to pay. Don't they have a receiver that they need? They to have pay? a wide receiver that they need to pay. Their best three players on yep. offense. They'll need to pay them. Of all those three guys, who doesn't get them? You got to give money to two of them. Who doesn't get money? Ezekiel Elliott. Uh, he, he, to me, he's a distraction and does a lot of weird stuff. And, and football's the one sport where you can't have weirdos. Basketball, you can have a weirdo because there's only five of them if he's really good. But football, man, no, I don't want you pushing people at nightclubs and, you know, yeah. just too much stuff. And everything you said makes sense. Everything you said around people – uh, you know, just not valuing the running back anymore like that makes sense everywhere except Dallas. Dallas has always been a little different. Uh, I, I'm, I'm going to say a, a little dysfunctional uh, and not traditional in, in how they pay people. So I think they actually will pay Zeke. I think uh, he wants it right now. He's holding out right now. And they know if he doesn't play this year, it changes what happens for them this season. I think, I, I think they give him a little bridge money, right? And if anybody wouldn't get it, I'd say Amari Cooper, just because they showed that, man, we just got him out of nowhere, right? It changed our offense. So really we need a number one receiver. If that's Amari Cooper, great. But if there's a way we can figure this out to get somebody else in, I think they will. I, I the, the Ezekiel Elliott thing is, is kind of 
it, it's tough because you understand the value of him to this this team. It, he he's led the league in basically yards per carry since he's entered it. He's we he's basically been the team MVP. He helps Dak Prescott be a above average quarter, well, a slightly above average quarterback. I'm I'm not going to go into the the good, but um, but at the same time, you see what Amari Cooper did as well. Like this this passing game had zero big plays until Amari Cooper came last year. Which, by the way, you guys were talking about Derek Carr last year. Uh, you know, a couple segments ago, I'm all like, you know, he had some. That's true. I, I, Carr was a better quarterback than than Prescott if you want to and yet Prescott was doing more with Amari Cooper anyways um uh, the biggest thing is is the fact is that yes we've de- there's a reason the running backs have been devalued uh the analytics say that giving a running back its second uh contract is not a good idea um the the only thing you could say about Ezekiel Elliott is you got him under contract for another two years you can tag him another two years after that technically you have him under control for another four years if he wants to sit out you trade him Uh, and and that's the fact of the matter is that a running back just doesn't have the value or the longevity of a wide receiver or a quarterback and a quarterback's the most important part of the team and unfortunately that means you have to pay Dak Prescott and so what's Dak Prescott needed a number one wide receiver number one wide receivers actually aren't very easy to find hence why they had traded for Murray Cooper whereas a running back look look at the running backs that they got in Cleveland right now and tell me they're not easy to find I mean they're not easy to find if you get suspended or you get cut from it, the it, team dude he's been you, suspended you know, the Lamar, if you're Hunt or any of those guys, yo, of course it's it's not hard at that point. But well, I'm, I think I'm just it's really you got hard. Chubb, you got Hunt. You know, they they they've had, like it, it's so easy to find running backs. Look at the running backs in San Francisco right now. If you want to go to a different coast, like they are stacked. They have so many running backs that they are like, uh, we're gonna have to kick some of these to the curb. Guess what? I Dallas can pick one. up one of those guys but after they're kicked to the curb. But it's hard to find the best running back in football. It, it, like it's far to just f- is, to fall into that. And, guy. and let's the remember, run- they went out and got him way too early. Right. I mean, nobody I'd say no player is more synonymous with the Cowboy brand than Zeke right now. And so let's remember, Jerry wants to sell tickets. Jerry is is really about the the bigness of uh, of Dallas and the show. And that's why I think when they go non-traditional and pay Zeke his money. Yeah, I could see giving him a signing bonus and because they do have a window to a championship and. That that's the one thing where Zeke has all the leverage. They know that they got about a two to three year window right here, and if it doesn't work, now you blow it up. So I I'd give him a big signing bonus, but not sign him long term. All, all these pieces are young. You look at the defense, Vander Esch, young. You look at the offensive line; it's it's still pretty young. In in in, in reality, quarterback young, wide receiver young, running back young. I'm not paying my running back. I'm paying all these other parts that are harder to find. And are more important to my team. You look at like Zeke. Is Zeke the best running back in the league, or does he have the best offensive line? There's no Both. doubt he's an elite running back. No doubt, no doubt. I'm just saying, is he the best running back, or is he the uh, elite running back running behind one of the best offensive lines in the game? And, I think it's a little and, bit of both. There all you this, go. So, yeah. all, all this logic makes sense anywhere else except Dallas. No, they're and, different. And and Ezekiel Elliott, you know, they man, have you could, three playoff wins in 25 years for a reason. They were different. Right. And, and part of that is is Jerry Jones, but since right. Jerry Jones has started giving more of his control to his son, that's been a different story, right? You've and, been And Jerry Jones, th- that's the kind of decision that he would overrule. Like I guarantee the kid is saying everything that you said and Jerry I like, "Nah, 
Pay him his money. That's he my has guy. Been That's over, my guy. He hasn't That's been overruling his son as of late. Because why? Because he's listened to his son, and they've started doing well. They started getting in the playoffs. They've started, like, uh, and with with lesser guys at the helm. Like, Dak is not as good as Tony Romo. No, But you not. built a team around him that Tony right. Romo never had, and right. guess what happens? You yeah. win. I mean, you look at the win, win-loss totals with Zeke. It's He's phenomenal when he's on the field. The team is phenomenal without him. They are nowhere near as good. Okay. Period. Good talk, guys. Yeah. Uh, we're a little over, but that doesn't matter. We're always over on the show. Uh, coming up next, we're going to switch it up a little bit. NBA. Pal Gasol has a new home, and it's right here in Rip City. How excited are you? We'll hey. find out next right here on The Fan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.